Welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomaskin, and I'm here with Shani. How are you? I am well. I'm glad to be back. I've missed all of y'all. How have you been? <laughs> I'm good. I guess there's some updates that, well, if, if you didn't see on social media. Um, right. So the month of November, I actually got to work with another, no other than Keisha Knight Polium, uh, also, <laughs> also known as Rudy. Uh, but um, yeah, I got to work with her. She was our... Um, I guess our main actress for the the show or the I guess the movie that I worked on. Uh, I can't mm-hmm. really say much about the movie yet because uh, I haven't seen any like what what do you call it like the press release for it yet. So yeah. I'll I'll bring it up when I see that. But uh, yeah, I got to work with her. I worked with her like what I mean. I got to work with her. I got to work with her like one on one. Like I talked to her every single day from the moment she stepped out of her car to the at the end of the night when she gets into her car um so i it's it was cool to work with her obviously i probably are thinking oh are you gonna have an interview with her unfortunately no uh mm-hmm. first of all she is I, I think now uh we're in the, the end of december she's getting close to six months pregnant so i just that i i want her to focus on her pregnancy yeah. so, I never, so i never asked her um but yeah, it, it was cool to work with her. Uh, she said some kind words to me at the end of the show saying I did a good job. So that I will cherish, cherish for life. And she yeah. signed my season two, the Cosby Show DVD for me. Uh, like, oh my God, you got an autograph. Yeah, I have my autograph. <laughs> Girl, not, see, now we got to frame it. <laughs> yeah, it said, uh, I think she wrote, uh, it was a pleasure working with you. And I'm like, uh, it's just, you know, that reminds me of. So I met Jill Scott when I was twelve, mm-hmm. and she had just released. So she was she was still like she was Jill Scott, you yeah. know. But um, she released a book of poetry, and she was at a bookstore that was not far from my house. My mom, I guess, may have been listening to the radio on her lunch break, or somebody might have called her and said, "Hey, girl, Jill Scott is going to be at this bookstore." But my mom called me at home from work and was like, do you want to, uh, do you want to go see Jill Scott today? And I'm like, excuse Yeah, I want to see Jill Scott. Now I'm 12. Okay. <laughs> She's like, she was like, yeah, so I need you to be ready by the time I get off work so that we can go and see Jill Scott. And then it wasn't until we got to the bookstore that we learned that she had released this book of poetry. I still have this book to this day. And all she did was sign peace, Jill Scott. But I believe, <laughs> I believe that if I were to meet up with her again, I, she would probably remember me because when she was autographing the book, uh, she allowed for me to give her a hug. And it was a photo op for uh, Ebony Jet Magazine. Mm. And, and I'm not, I don't think they put the picture in there. But I was so excited and I like accidentally screamed in her ear. And she was like, Stop screaming, girl, stop screaming. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but she was also surprised to see that somebody my age was there. So Jill Scott, if you're out there, listen, I'm I'm here for a reunion. <laughs> okay. You know, I'll do whatever you need. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it was a pleasure working with her as she was saying that she might come back at some point, obviously not in the next year because she's going to have a baby, but um, right. you never know. I might see her again and maybe eventually we'll have an interview with her. But, uh, and I also obviously I met her husband, Brad too. So, uh, and he was, mm-hmm. he didn't work on the show, but like, it was lovely being there and hanging out with him. Um, but yeah, so that's the, I guess the update the last month or so. And also I've just been busy, uh, personally and all that stuff. So that's why it's been slow with all these episodes. We had no episodes come out for the past month and a half, but, yeah. uh, yeah. So, but today we're going to do a Christmas episode. Uh, you know because it's Christmas time I I, you know I I watch I think at this point I've watched like at least 20 Christmas episodes from like various shows like I've and that's all that I do (laughs) yeah I watch That's So Raven I watch That's So Raven um and I'm gonna mention black shows obviously because I've watched other Mm -hmm. like white shows too um That's So Raven the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Living Single Obviously, mm-hmm. a different world. <laughs> that one's not Calyp- me. I've, I've seen that like a hundred times already. This okay, just in the last couple weeks. Um, that that really watching it outside of the holiday season for me. <laughs> <laughs> like that could be a like they, that part could be like a song. Like they someone could like remix it into something. You know what I mean? But you could have. Um, uh, what did I? Uh, I believe I. Oh, I, I watched the Martin um, Christmas episode. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, are you talking about the one where Santa holds up the whole studio? Oh yes, that one. Yeah, that one. That's the one. I I don't know if there, I didn't. I don't, is there another one? Because that, that one I I watched, but I don't know if there's another one. There, I, I think it's that one. Because yeah, because BB and CC are part of that one, right? Yes, yes, yeah. And then there's another one. Um. Pam ends up singing at the end of that episode. Uh, it it was it was some, something to do with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was that one? And then I think um, was it around Christmas time that they got kicked out and had to do that? Or no, maybe that it was just in the winter time. Uh, that I don't know. Yeah, I I, I have to go back on BC Plus and look, but. Martin has at least three Christmas episodes that are memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what I do during the season. So this is an episode that I watched. There's uh, two other Christmas episodes, one in season four and one in season six. But mm-hmm. we're going to do uh, a different world season three, episode 10, for whom the jingle bell tolls, which uh, yes. this episode uh, aired December 21st, 1989. We're currently recording this on the 16th, but... Uh, this is probably going to be published on the 21st. Um, but uh, okay. so this would be how many years? 1989. This is um, 89, 30, 99, 09, 19. 33 yeah. yeah, 33 30. years this was aired. Um, and, and this episode was directed by Debbie Allen. And the writer is Cheryl Gard, who has wrote already many episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So this episode is about... Whitley's uh, slumber uh, slumber is trouble. Oh my, blah, blah, blah. sorry, my words are not coming out here. <laughs> she is troubled by the Christmas nightmare as she envis- envisions herself uh, the ca- campus Scrooge. So it's basically the like a, a remake, or not a remake, but like a what do you call it of the Christmas like an Carol. adaptation, yeah, of, of Christmas the Christmas Carol. Carol. Yes, I have not seen a Christmas Carol, but there are so many shows. There is actually a movie I watched. Mm-hmm. 
that is based on the Christmas Carol, but I've never seen the original Christmas Carol. So yeah, if you if you if you watch anything with um with the name Scrooge attached to it, it's coming from a Christmas Carol. And see, a Christmas Carol is one of those stories that. I don't want to say it gets dragged out, but like every theater company known to man does something along the lines of A Christmas Carol. And then some people might even get a little uh, creative and mix it with the Nutcracker or, you know, it literally tis the season. Um, and, but, but no, every, they always focus on Ebenezer Scrooge. They never really, pay attention to the to the other parts like tiny tim and uh that other weird character that that i can't think of but you know tiny tim is only referred to referred to when people are making short jokes but tiny tim he's he's really the childlike essence of it all he i think he's the reason why the story exists in itself because it's a christmas carol like mm -hmm. the whole story um so yeah, uh, but I've been watching, well, not really watching, like I've I've gone to different productions of the show. Um, I've read it. Don't ask me what it all says, cause I don't remember. But yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. Kind of like, uh, you ever seen the movie, A Christmas Story? No. <laughs> Okay, well, see, it's really only famous because of the one scene um, where they stick their tongues out and get stuck on a pole. Oh. I don't even remember anything else outside of that movie. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, this is just one of my favorite seasons where I could get, where I could watch Christmas episodes of things or just yeah. Christmas themed scene. Uh, wait, Christmas themed things Woo, we we both on side today i know well <laughs> um, what are some go-to uh things that you have to watch during this holiday season oh for movies uh uh it, if we're gonna talk black movies first um mm -hmm. this christmas that i already oh, i already yeah. i already watched i already watched that um and then uh i haven't watched it yet this this month because i'm waiting for it to record on my tv uh the best man holiday um by the way they, their limited series is uh coming out right away yeah <laughs> on the 22nd and i got my peacock ready <laughs> <laughs> but that closure yeah the uh, best Man holiday that's uh another go-to oh i watched with my it's not a christmas movie it's more of a, a holiday movie um mm -hmm. uh i watched with my uh, friend we watched last holiday with queen uh, latifah yeah, yeah yeah and common too right no, that's just right. Oh, no, it's LL right. Cool J. That's uh, that's in this. Okay, because I'm like, some bald-headed, light-skinned dude is in this movie. Um, but then obviously, you know, uh, that's not uh, not a black movie, but it's everyone's favorite Christmas it's movie. With, with blacks, Home, right. Home Alone. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. And you know what? So I was scrolling Disney Plus, and, and it's I on saw there. that they really expanded from that like i only watched the first two i don't watch the others yeah i mean i wasn't watching the, the other ones either because who are y'all like if yeah. you're not kevin McAllister, i yeah. have no reason to watch yeah. but 
they're they're like up to home alone four or five, five maybe yeah no i don't watch and that then there's like a tv show or something that, that goes with it yeah, i don't watch it blew my mind um so for me if we're talking black movies number one is the preacher's wife oh i forgot about that i'm gonna watch that it's on disney plus <laughs> girl i it's on disney plus uh, in Canada. I don't know if it's on Disney Plus oh. in the States. <laughs> Girl, you go to this TV. Because <laughs> oh, it, it's just Whitney. And uh, first of all, we have an all-star cast. Okay. We have Whitney. We have Courtney B. Vance. We have Denzel. We have Jennifer Lewis. Uh, who, uh, dang, I can't think of his name. But dude who played Saul on uh, Coming to America. Um, he's the one that sang She's Your Queen to Be. Oh, okay. We have her. Uh, it's um, somebody else I can't think of. And then now Justin Edmond, who is the boy who plays her son. Um, he did other things, but that's the his biggest credit. Yeah. Um, but oh, Loretta Devine. That's, that's who else I was trying to think of. Yeah, she had a like small role. We, right, very small role, but it stood out. Yeah. And I have to hear who who would imagine the king. I have to hear uh, Joy to the World because Whitney Houston and the Georgia Mass Choir, they truly set the tone for me. <laughs> it's not Christmas. For me, it's not Christmas until I watch that movie and I have to hear Andy Williams' version of It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year. I know he's not a Black man, but that's the only way that I know that it's Christmas time. And if I have to make it happen for myself, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I watch for Christmas? The Santa Claus. Um, oh, I, don't wa- I don't watch that. <laughs> uh, so maybe because, oh, we, like, I really hate the, the, ever since turning 30, like, I've really been reflecting on, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I had the Santa Claus on VHS. <laughs> uh, and, I, I yeah. have a Home Alone on VHS. <gasps> oh, you a real one. See, my mama didn't buy that for me on VHS. I had both. I had one and two. See, it was probably because Kevin was like one of them kids where, like, you know, if he was black, it would never have gone down the way that he, yeah, <laughs> that it went down. But, um, but it's also very comforting to know that they filmed in Chicagoland area. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. What else do I watch? I I watch the uh, the Christmas slash Kwanzaa episode of The Proud Family. I already saw that. Um. I, I have to watch Charlie Brown. Um, I, I just, I love all things Peanuts and all things Charlie Brown, but the Thanksgiving and Christmas really hold my heart. Something special. Um, what else do I watch? There's so much stuff that I that I watch, but also like I'm, I'm blasting soul Christmas music throughout the house. <laughs> so I think I have a good balance when it comes to these things oh i gotta watch the grinch the cartoon version and jim carrey (laughs) i have to because jim carrey had no business being the grinch as well as he was Mm -hmm. shout out to you james i love you man yeah uh yeah Yeah. So uh, getting into this episode, we start off with Kim and Jaleesa. I don't know what song this is, but they are singing a song. What is that song? It's called Heart the Herald Angel Sing. Okay. that They're singing that. And Freddie is trying to join in. And it's ruining 
they're singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was off beat. She was off note. Or not off note. What is wrong? Off key. Yeah. And, and then, like, she, I love Cree and all her drama. <laughs> that doesn't be quiet. <laughs> like, because Kim and Jaleesa, they were being really serious. They're like, like, they, were, the, they were into their singing bags. Yeah, they're just like trying to focus. They're like, we're trying to sing it, and then no, Freddie ruins it. Yeah, but it, it's uh, it's a really good song. I like, I like that version of it. Um, but Kirk Franklin and the family, uh, and this that, that's how you know that, that I'm, I'm showing my age now. <laughs> um, they have oh wait, that's not Hark the Herald Angels thing. Never mind, that's Angels We Have Heard on High. Never mind. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> um, so, so then they they obviously Freddie stops, and then they try again, but Whitley ruins it again, saying like, "Not in my room." Like she had a bad day at the mall. Um, you know, she hates eggnog, candy cane, fruit cake. <laughs> like just just uh, ruining like, the like mood, nothing. right? Ruining the mood for uh, Christmas time. Um, and um, but she ends up having a gift for Kim. Um, and then uh, Freddie was like, "I got you all gifts." And for for Christmas, she she uh, got humpback whales for them. And I like how Jaleesa was like, "That is a whole lot of wrapping paper to wrap that." Man, like I, I really enjoy how they um, how they entertain Freddie <laughs> <laughs> and how they just make her feel included when it's very clear that they're like, "Girl, you're crazy." Mm-hmm. But I was. Uh, it, it actually got me to thinking too. Like, does it? Is it just me, or does it feel like it's a like things were just more accessible back then? What do you mean? Because how that? do you get? Like, I couldn't tell you to this day how I could get an adoption to a humpback whale. I think there is ways <laughs> though. Like, well, now, well, I don't know the way that they did it back then, but now I think you can just like go online and stuff, like. You know what I mean? Make that well, donation. Well, yeah, you're right. I guess we could say that things are more accessible now. Yeah, I just don't know how she did it then. Um, they made a way out of no way back but, then. Yeah, so she named, uh, she adopted the whales in their name. Um, and they get a picture of the whale's tail. <laughs> like, Girl, okay. The tail. I, I mean, I guess that's what you can get. I mean, it's probably hard enough to get them to come to the surface. <laughs> of the water but I don't know I kind of just I looked at that the same way that like when people say that they adopted a star or they bought a star like yeah it's like that, that. It's, it's, <laughs> I know it's similar to that but uh yeah so Jaleesa is like okay I gotta go but I'll see you guys at the tree trimming party and mm-hmm. it's like I'm not going um and by the way, I realize it's been a while since we've talked because I'm like trying to remember the the timeline. Does Willie like mm-hmm. Dwayne? Like at this point, because yes, they bring they bring up does. they bring up that Dwayne will be there. Um, yeah, this is season three, so I want to say this is because this is after the airplane. This is the last season. Um, so like I think this is a season where some some continuity issues uh might have surfaced. Cause like there's a point where, um, there's cause like there's an episode that shows up. I can't think of the season, but like it was during the time that Dwayne and Whitley were a thing, 
for like this one episode. It was a telethon episode. Oh. And they had Kinu on there. Yeah. Um, so like during this time, I I don't think he's with Kinu yet. I, I don't think we've gone through the Dwayne and Dwayne and Kinu yet. I think this might be the last season of her leaving him panting mm-hmm. before her feelings get hurt. But then, like you think about it, because this is season three. Season four, I think, is when they become a thing for the first time. Yeah, at some point. I don't know if it's at the beginning of the season, but yeah, at some point she, they will be. Yeah, but but her attraction to, to Dwayne is absolutely present. Yeah, so, and then the phone rings and it's her mom. And uh, she's asking her if she bought a presentable swimsuit because a one piece it just doesn't look good on her. Um, her, her metallic, <laughs> her, her metallic one piece make her look like a ham. First of all, Marion, why you gotta be like that? <laughs> why you gotta talk to your kid like this? This is toxic. I know. Um, yeah, not. Why are you shaming your daughter like that? That's just right. Uh, but uh, because they're going to the south of France for Christmas, but uh, Whitley's like, can we spend it in Richmond at home? Mm-hmm. And um, um, her mom was like, no, no, no. We've already made plans. And so Whitley's like, okay, fine. I'm going to, uh, I'll stay alone by myself in Richmond. And she hangs up. And then uh, Freddie was like, well, I have no plans for Christmas because like her parents are not going to, there's a plan to spend it at, uh, on St. Patrick's Day. So they were like, yeah, because oh. they're at a soil convention. <laughs> During Christmas. I really wish we could have met Freddie's daddy because <laughs> I would have loved to see who they would have had for him. But a soil, con- all right, y'all got it. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Freddie was like, well, why don't we hang- spend it together? We can go to Richmond together. And um, Whitley was like, no, I like, I don't want to do it. And Kim was like, or I think Kim suggested it too. So, and, so she tells Kim, like, I already did my charity work for the year. And, and that just was that. That's just rude. That hurt my feelings a lot. Because Freddie's not charity work. She's just, you know, a friend that wants a place to to spend Christmas. And she already, um, I hate to say that, I hate to use the word outcast, but she's already like one of the people who who is struggling to find her way. Mm -hmm. Because again, we have to take into consideration. She started college at 17. All of her friends are grown, or at least grown-er, than her. Um, she has been doing a good job with finding her way, and especially with establishing her friendship with Kim. But we still... Freddie is still kind of like in this purgatory type of position where it's like she she feels grown, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. She's already from New Mexico. Which who is from New Mexico? <laughs> who and who goes to a black school from New Mexico? And not only just a black school, a black school in the South. This is a whole different culture for her. Literally, is a different world for her. Yes. And and she's a freshman, and to find out that oh wait, is she a sophomore by now? Uh, yes. Okay, so she's a sophomore, but but still, like, you you already don't spend enough time with your parents at home, Mm -hmm. and 
you pretty much made college your life where everyone you interact with is from college. So the summertime, I mean, of course they come up with storylines, but if we're being realistic in the summertime, what are you doing? You're, you're pretty much by yourself until your friends come back. Mm-hmm. So I, this was, this was not a good time for one of Whitley's wisecracks. Yeah. You know, um, and, and it was, it was really heartbreaking, especially because because I know what it feels like to be away at school and to be far from your home and you can't get home. Mm-hmm. Or like like because I learned that my first Thanksgiving, and I was strategic. Like I'm, I made the decision to not go home. Um, because I was like, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving are so close to each other, and. I was in Montgomery, Alabama, where uh, Southwest Airlines does not fly. <laughs> so I would have had to go to Birmingham and then fly from there. Or I would have had to pay a whole lot of money to to maybe to either Delta or Spirit or somewhere that's not Southwest. I would have been paying a lot of money for my ticket, a lot of money just for a carry-on, things of that nature just to go home for the weekend and come back. But, and, and I felt like, oh, you know, I'll be fine. No. Things get, like, the reality hit and my feelings were hurt. Because majority of the school, if they didn't live in Alabama, they lived in the South, period. And anybody who lived North, um, they were able to get home. I don't think there were many of us that was, on campus unless uh they were so we had uh we had some out of the country students and so those who were at school from from africa or from germany you know they were the one i think some of them might have managed to get home for for thanksgiving and for christmas but specifically for thanksgiving i remember being in my dorm room and like the reality of it all just set in like, wow, I'm not at home. I think it might've been like maybe that Tuesday or that Wednesday. And I called my mom and was like, yeah, I think I made a mistake by not going home. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that Thanksgiving, my mom and one of my aunties, they came up <laughs> and they surprised me. And I, I, I was really happy by that point, but it seems, you know, and, and we kind of watch that Freddie doesn't have that. Yeah. Because we don't meet Freddie's mom until damn near the end of the show. Yeah. The Christmas, another, the Christmas episode is when she- And it's comes- another Christmas episode. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I, yeah, Whitley, that, that, that was pretty bogus, the way that you treated her. Yeah. And she, she says that Freddie won't fit in in Richmond. Um, and Kim- Richmond. Y'all are country. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim says that uh, Whitley's becoming like her mom. And so um, she goes on, checks on Freddie. Uh, and Whitley says like, you know, I hate Christmas and all that. And then uh, she looks in the mirror and all of a sudden she sees her mom. Like she sees Marion mm-hmm. in the in the mirror wearing the same outfit. And she's like, oh, I need to clean this <laughs> mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's nighttime. And all of a sudden, uh, we see Marion just show up in this, I don't even know what you call this dress, but 
by the way, the, yeah. I, it, it took me a while to figure out what was on her like necklace and it's credit cards. Okay, because I was confused too. <laughs> it was credit cards. I if you look closely, it's credit cards. That you know what? Y'all are really smart, Debbie <laughs> Allen and company. Y'all are really strategic because at some point um in this episode, there is plenty of foreshadowing going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, y'all are good. Y'all are good. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I, I was really trying to make sense of, and for years I had been trying to make sense of what they were wearing in in the this outfit, in this outfit, in this episode. Because um, Whitley, that outfit, the, the, the pajamas that she was wearing. Mm-hmm. They just don't give Whitley, you know. Oh yeah, um, they were like plaid and like they were plaid flannel. Um, and now I do like that it's like vintage, because you know th- those are the pajamas that you would wear like a hat with. Yeah, you know, but it's still it's not Whitley's style. I would probably expect to see maybe Kim wearing it. Yeah, but not Whitley. So I, some some things was just like, oh, what? You know, eyebrow raises. But other than that, yeah, uh, with Diane Carroll, I didn't know if she was just wearing like really gaudy jewelry or <laughs> if they were just, you know, they just throwing a whole bunch of pearls for they, dramatic. Yeah, a bunch of pearls. Um, but what is she supposed to represent? Because I, as I said, I have not seen the Christmas Carol. Because she's not the ghost of, like, you know, the Chris's past, present, and future. I think, really, she was just kind of like a, like, this is what you're about to be in for. Oh, okay. I thought there was, like, something from the Christmas Carol that had a person introduced all this. Um, There might be something that's parallel to the story. Mm-hmm. Where, because because it's been a while since I've read it and seen the show, yeah. Um, the, she she may have been. Uh, it it might be something in the story that, you know, is saying like, yeah, you're about to go for a long ride. <laughs> but mm-hmm. other than that, I couldn't really find the significance. Or maybe now that now that my brain is is turning wheels now, um, it could be. I think I think she could be a represent of of the the present because she's still making the decision to go to the south of france with the conferees and <laughs> but this is like a dream sequence though it's not like real yeah but i, I think it's supposed. what's the word for it um there's a word for i, I mean I, I don't think representation might be it but like you know the the present of it was that she's spending all this money mm-hmm and you know the dream sequence was showing that, like, especially now that we've discovered that it's debit cards all over this yeah. necklace. You know, like you know she's made of money, I guess, and um, I guess it's kind of like a, like like a I don't want to say like a Willie don't be like me, but also like a this is what it's going to be like if this is how you continue to be. I don't know. Mm, I, I don't know. This is just my wheels that are turning. So Marion says that uh, there, she came to tell something imp- very important to warn her that th- she will be visited by three free spirits. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, sh- she needs to meet them because 
Um, Whitley's not going to age. She's going to age alone, basically, if they don't, if she doesn't meet them. So the first visitor will come at the bell toll at 11, uh, 11. They didn't say 11 p.m. or a.m., but 11 yeah, and, then, and, then, think... and then and then she says Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just like, what? Again, these people are good. <laughs> These people are good, and then and it's crazy because 11 p.m. Eastern is 12 p.m. Central. Yeah, and if I'm correct, Virginia is on Central time. <laughs> no, they're they're on Eastern time. They're not. They're Eastern. Oh, yeah, okay. they're in Eastern. Well, yeah, well, I definitely know Oops. they're on Eastern. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they're not Central time. But uh, yeah, so. So that's what's going to happen. And so uh, obviously at 11, I would say 11 p.m., but I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, The ghost of Christmas past comes. And that is Mr. Gaines. Um, And (laughs) what? I love him. (laughs) I love him. He's going to be himself. Like, first of all, Lou Myers, the the person. Mm Mm-hmm. You could tell that when being Mr. Gaines, he was being himself. Yeah. You know, especially when we see him in the Cosby Show episode mm-hmm. where he's not Mr. Gaines. Yeah. Like that personality that we see there is the personality that we see on a different world. But anything that you have seen him play in, he's been this person. So this lets me know. This is his his character. This is his personality. But just to see him in the element that he was in, being the ghost of Christmas past, it was it was so cute. Mm-hmm. And, and funny. I liked how Whitley was like, "Can we like postpone this until after New Year's?" And he's like, "No, I'm I'm going on vacation at twelve. Um, right. You know, I'm I don't get paid overtime. <laughs> like, okay. He, he like I got places to things to do, places to go, people to see, and you're not about to hold me up." So get up so we can go. Yeah. And also she, he tells her, like, I think you're going to need a robe. And like, because even uh, Marion says that like, she needs some like clothes, but she's like, nah, uh-huh. I don't care. So now we're uh, at Whitley's uh, house in Richmond. Uh, we see uh-huh. little Whitley's and then we see uh, obviously her parents. By the way, the person that plays the dad is not the it's guy. not her daddy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just weird. Isn't it? Cause yeah, I remember the very first time I saw. I said, "That's not Marcia." Yeah, <laughs> and like, but they still use the same mom. Like you know, like they have Diane, uh, Diane Carroll. Like I just it made just... her look much younger. They, yeah, whoever well... was the makeup artist. Wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're at the house, and I like how Whitley was like, "Oh, she has a cow." Like I like I need to fix it, and Mr. Gaines is like, <sighs> "They can't see us." <laughs> she was like, "Hello." Woohoo, girl! Why did you think? First of all, if even if she was able to see and hear you, mm-hmm. why would you say anything? Yeah, you're gonna scare that girl half to death. What is wrong, girl? Yeah, and um, so then uh, obviously Marianne comes and says, "You have a cow, like you gotta fix it." And then um, and then it's fixed, and Whitley's happy about that. Like the older Whit- Whitley's happy about that. <laughs> That's and- better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And so then um, uh, Whitley, Little Whitley grabs a present and it's like huge. And so they do a photo op with the photo, uh, with the box. But we find out that that present is for the dog. <laughs> and then, you know what? I've noticed over time that TT has changed breeds. <laughs> because 
they had I can't even think of what kind of dog I can't I can't think of the, the breed know. of dog that they had, but the TT that I know and remember is a, a Yorkie. Hmm. I don't, I don't I think, know. I, I, I feel like TT was a Yorkshire Terrier, but I don't know because, well, you know what? I, I won't do that. Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so then, um, but she gets a watch though, so it's an expensive watch. So it, it all worked out. Um, but right. they have to get ready for um for a party. The I guess it's the same party that they go to every a year. Party at the Palm Freeze. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, we end up going back, uh, or Whitley and Mr. Green is now going back to Whitley's mm-hmm. room, and we are now um, visited by uh, the ghost of Christmas Present, aka mm-hmm. Walter. Walter. <laughs> And then, like, so I realized that he was supposed to look like an elf. He was? Or, I don't know, because, well, I say that only because looking at his outfit, and his his outfit reminded me of Bernard from the Santa Claus. Why is he eating a turkey? Or is that a chicken? I've never understood that, but I really think that was just, like, supposed to be just a comedic play. Like, I feel like that's something that Sinbad came up with. Oh, I see. That's oh, right. It is turkey. Sorry, it is turkey. But yeah, I, I don't understand. That. <laughs> yeah, I, I think kind of like I, th- I think it's the same kind of mindset of how they incorporated uh, Maxine Shaw eating all the time. Mm. Um, because okay. in real life, all she did was eat on set when she wasn't in the scene. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. They cor- they incorporated her eating. That's how she became like this big eater because a lot of the time she wasn't in the scene. But she had to be on set. So all she was doing was eating up the food. Oh, and, and about, sometimes she would be eating and it, it was time for her to go on set. And so I think one time she might have forgot to put the food down or something like that. And they were like, wait, this works. And then they just incorporated it that way. Oh, wow. I was I just watched actually it was like yesterday or the day before I watched the um, uh, the last episode because it's it's not a Christmas episode, but it's a New Year's New Year's episode. It's Christmas, New Year's. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was uh, Sinclair that made this comment saying, you always eat, but you never gain weight. <laughs> like, she, she, did. she said that to me. Um, yeah, yeah, she was like, how do you eat so much and never get fat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, same, Sinclair. Same. Because <laughs> how? I know. But, um, yeah, so... What was my point here? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, Walter says we have a party to crash. Um, so, they go to Gilbert Hall, like the main floor. And it's for the, tr- they're, they're at the tree trimming party. Everyone's there. This is the party that she, uh, Whitley was supposed to go to, but she decided not to. Right. Um, and she's like, I'm glad I'm not here. And then Dwayne was like, is Whitley here? And uh, so, she's like, oh, at least some, like someone misses me, you know? Um, oh, and girl, you're so vain. I know, uh, but uh, obviously she's not there, right? Um, and so then Freddie tells Dwayne, you know, yeah, I'm not going home for Christmas because we're celebrating Christmas at, um, on St. Patrick's Day. And so Dwayne was like, well, you know, uh, you can come to my place. Uh, I don't leave until Christmas Eve and I can stay on the couch. Um, and uh, like when the dorms clear out and she's like, okay, 
maybe I'll, like you know she she's up for it right um mm-hmm. and then walter makes the comment you know most great romance start off as friendship <laughs> and and oh my god because you know what i'm i'm I'm, I'm gonna make a mention when we get there because we're almost there yeah but they were doing plenty of foreshadowing in this <laughs> the, episode oh my from god the real life <laughs> yeah oh my god um and so and then all of a sudden kim just randomly brings the, a mistletoe over Dwayne and freddie and so then they just kiss i'm like what is this and like mm-hmm. you can tell whitley's like not liking this at all and so then also the group of them decide to uh, uh, sing a Christmas song. They, they plan to do 12 Days of Christmas, but the Hillman yeah. style. So, uh, which I loved. I like a lot of like the 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 first day one doesn't make sense. If if we're talking about today, the MC, MC Hammer CD, no one wants that. Yeah, now. like you would literally <laughs> have to know MC Hammer or a CD in order for <laughs> it to, to actually hit hard all you people know is streams online yeah <laughs> but this is like yeah. the hillman, hillman style 1989 that's what i would yeah, call it this is perfect for the time that they were in mm-hmm. so yeah so the first day of christmas is mc hammer cd second day of christmas is two bump uh, butts of bumping <laughs> like i just like, mm-hmm. two butts of bumping to my mc hammer cd <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, I don't know. I can't remember what the rest of it is. My true uh, three French kisses. Yeah, three French kisses, and then two whatever. And then the fourth two day is the bumping. Yeah, the fourth day. But you know, it's the dance, the booty bump. Oh, to what? It's two butts of bumping because of the dance, uh, the booty bump or the bump. The bump. I don't know that one. Yeah, they they used to do this dance where like literally you just smack your hips against each other. Like typically, this works when it's like three people because the person in the middle is the one who's doing most of the bumping with people. Mm. So, yeah, uh, I, I want to say it's the seventies. Uh, yeah, it's a seventies dance. If okay. you look up the dance called the bump or the booty bump, that's it. Mm, okay, and then the third day is three French kisses. Uh, mm-hmm. The fourth day, which I love because this is so I. Because I'm at in university life, uh, four flanking freshmen's. Uh, I actually, I actually didn't fail. I actually did not fail in my first year, so I, 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 that doesn't actually relate to me. But I've, I've been there. Okay, but uh, my, and then uh, the fifth day is five onion rings, and then Whitley tries to join in to do the sixth day, and obviously they can't. And they were done. Yeah, they were done. (laughs) Um, and so um. Uh, uh, Walter says, "Okay, we got to go to Christmas Day," and so they, uh, they, <laughs> oh yeah, I mentioned I didn't, I, I like skipped over, but like he, he's trying, like he's, because this is they're not real, right? So they, he thinks that he can just go through walls. All right, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Can you just use the doorknob?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, girl, that's gonna ruin it all." But my thing was when he bumped into the door. At first, I was like, so y'all can't hear the door move? Because mm-hmm. nobody flinched. Yeah. Nobody acted as if, like, a who's at the door. None of that. And then, did you notice, like, in the corner of, of the shot, there's uh, the guy that the Human Files was talking about, uh, Jan Crawford, the one who stared at, at Dwayne, and he was like, what are you looking at? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't notice yeah, that, he, though. 
for a split second, he's in the shot. And I'm like, yeah, y'all are really recycling extras. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, okay, I see what you're doing there. But, but yeah, and and then I was like, I thought you were supposed to go through the door. And he just points at it and it swings open. And even when it swings open, how did nobody notice that the door was open? Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it, but it's TV. So I have Mm -hmm. to keep reminding myself not to apply logic yeah the televisions but um so now we're at Dwayne's apartment and we see um Kim um that's right I can Freddie all alone um yeah she just spent because no one wanted to well not no one Whitley would not spend Christmas with her um right and so uh yeah so she's by herself and then all of a sudden, a person comes in in a black, I don't know what you call it, a black cape? Black. Yeah, you know, I never knew what they called that. <laughs> <laughs> all black. The, all... That out. Right, but you just know it's the Grim Reaper whenever you see this outfit. <laughs> and, and I think, does she have the little axe thing too? Yeah, she had the axe with her too, right? No. Uh, well, oh, I'm now at the, okay, I think I skipped over something. But let me see. Or maybe I watch too much Family Guy. Because <laughs> I know Family Guy, he got it. <laughs> um, no, it's it just come come here. Okay, so she didn't have the axe. Okay, yeah. yeah no. See, I watch too much Family Guy because death on Family Guy has that. But yeah. but yeah, it's it's always this same outfit, the mm-hmm. same one little hooded outfit. Um, and whenever I see that outfit, I either think of death on Family Guy or I think of. The episode of Martin when he joined the cult. So, <laughs> either way, it's never good when I see this outfit. Mm-hmm. And then when we see how creepy this thing acts, and the fact that Whitley just followed it, I'm like, yeah, you a good one because it wouldn't have been me. Just mm-hmm. pointing and you ain't talking, you ain't revealed a face. I don't know if you have a face. Like, no, this is no. Yeah. But again, it's TV. It's a dream sequence. And uh, this is apparently the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Usually they say the ghost of Christmas pr- uh, future, but future. that's how it, mm-hmm. that, but that's what uh, Whitley says. Um, and so we're in the future and we are at Dwayne's house. He has four kids, which is crazy. Um, uh, Old red-headed, curly-haired kids. Yeah, so right away you can tell that these are Freddie's kids just based uh-huh. on the hair. Uh, and it's weird. How, how do they have red hair, though? Like, Dwayne doesn't have red hair. Like, Freddie does. Yeah, but like not all all the child all not all of the children will have red hair. I think the boy, um, he he wasn't as red. He no, was he more is of black. brown. Yeah, but like it's just weird to have both of the children. I don't know, both of the girls like that. But anyways, um, what? Okay, the one thing about this whole scene that like threw me off is everyone's Ooh. outfits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we are not wearing that those clothes right now. <laughs> no, we're not. But they couldn't imagine that in 1989, especially when I see Kim Reese in that Jetsons outfit. Like, mm-hmm. literally, I, I was just like, you, you know, TV shows have they got they were really creative with what they thought the future would look like. Mm-hmm. Um, especially you know the Jetsons was set in the future. Cause like technically I think in this past year, either this year or last year, 
technically uh, George Jetson was just born. Cause like, according to the show, he was born in like 2021 or something like that. Mm. Um, but just to see uh, just how everybody was dressing and how they were acting and, you know, it's just like, wow, y'all really think, you know, the. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to say y'all because I imagined that the future was going to look something like how they set it up to, uh, I assumed that we would be, you know, in flying cars and all of that by now. Um, I didn't realize how regular, regular everything would be <laughs> until, <laughs> until the future happened. But, um, the, it, it just, I, I felt like I just should have saw something with a laser in this yeah. scene. And I didn't, but it's okay though. But seeing how Colonel Taylor was dressed, because I was like, you were wearing a green uniform this whole time. Where did this gray one come from? Yeah. Um, and then really it was what Freddie and the kids were wearing. And Ron. Yeah, they were all wearing weird outfits. I'm like, what do y'all have on? Like, I couldn't tell if y'all were trying to look like royalty or, you know, it, honestly, it was giving Xenon. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if anybody has seen Xenon, then you know what I mean. And oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Like, as if wow. they're in the space. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's yeah. weird. Very weird. Um. Yeah. So that was like throwing me off this whole clip. I just I wasn't really paying attention. Mm. But the things I did pay attention would obviously Dwayne and uh, Freddie end up marrying. They have four children. Mm -hmm. uh, Jalisa is actually the the ghost of Christmas future. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, Walter is now the president of Hillman. Um, Dwayne is now the the head of the math department, and Colonel Taylor can't hear. <laughs> And <laughs> see, it that threw me off too. But I, it's really because we know what we know. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Walter, the president of Hill, who, whose idea was that? <laughs> <laughs> what? And then they had Mister now Mister Gaines. I don't think he talked much in this scene. Yeah, but they he just had him here. like a. Mr. Gaines? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I'm talking about Colonel Taylor. Yeah, you know, Mr. Gaines, was he? Well, I was going to say that would explain. No. Mr. Gaines, yeah, he's he's in the scene. He just don't oh, okay. say nothing. Oh, I see. And so so if he, if he were to be deaf, uh, if, if he were not to be able to, he to hear in this scene, it would explain a lot because all this man was doing was like, uh, he kind of looked like a teething baby. <laughs> he was just like, you know. Oh, yes. Now I see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, Colonel Taylor, as you said, could not hear worth nothing. Like, he was being yelled at, and apparently he couldn't see because he thought Kim was Dwayne. <laughs> and she had to be like, I'm not Wayne, sir. What'd you say there, son? I'm not Wayne. And then he tells, uh, he tells Walter, uh, you ain't got a shot, I ain't blind. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, Colonel, uh, oh, we're going to have to take you to some doctor's appointments because what's going on here? Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so that is, I think I would say the just of the, the future, but obviously, you know, Whitley does die. 
and the only people that really went to her funeral was her poodles, um, uh, Delisa, Kim, and Dwayne. Uh, and she's like, oh, Dwayne actually attended? And, like, he, apparently he cried a little bit. But, um, yeah, so uh, basically the whole... She years on the fat farm. Oh, yes, I forgot about the fat farm. Yes, she she's gained some, some weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Um, but basically, uh, Julissa says, like, you need to start making serious changes or else this is how your life is going to be. Um, and so now we're back in Whitley's room and it is now it is filled with decorations because obviously mm-hmm. Whitley did them all. And Kim wakes up being like, what is this? What is going on? She like she woke <laughs> up kind of like she looked like she had a drunk night mm-hmm. or wait, did she mention that she was drunk? I don't think so. Okay, it might have been another episode. It was an episode I remember. Uh, she said something like, "I had way too many bourbon balls" or something like that, or mm-hmm. one too many bourbon balls, and that might have been another uh, Christmas episode. That mm, no, because she wasn't in that one with Denise. So I don't know, but yeah, she. You can just tell that she kind of woke up after being lit the night before, <laughs> and waking up being really confused. Like, like you could tell that reality was smacking her in real time. yeah and so um yeah so she just she's in like now the christmas mood because of this whole situation and um she plans to take freddie with her to the south of france but then marion comes and says we we will spend christmas um at home in richmond and she's like well i already plan to have freddie to come with us but marion is like so embarrassed by freddie so she's like Let's go to Maine. <laughs> just... Right. Let's go really secluded where nobody knows us and where nobody can find us. And we'll still have a very rich Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yes, that was a that was a nice suggestion, but you know, the reasoning behind it was really fatty. I know. And especially in front of like saying that in front of Freddie. In front of Freddie. And and Freddie just taking it as she <laughs> God, Freddie, I'm gonna need for you to stand up. Mm-hmm. I know she won't, but still, like the words that were said said to her, said in front of her. I don't know. May- maybe you know what? She might have just accepted it as it came, just because it's it's Marion. Because for the life of her, she couldn't ever get Kim's name correct. So yeah, yeah, I guess. But yeah, and that ends this episode. Uh, it's a great Christmas episode that I go to every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I I don't I don't really watch the season one episode. The Christmas you mentioned the season one Christmas episode. I don't really like that one. Um, I I wasn't too big of a fan either. Um, yeah, that's the one where we find out that uh, that Marion and Mercer are divorcing, and mm-hmm. uh, Millie is overcompensating to make Whitley, or or I mean, she's really just doing more than what she already does on a daily basis as far as being Whitley's wingman or whatever is concerned or flunky that's the word i'm trying to think of um yeah yeah, so she was just being super flunky and was like wait wait she be the one to put the the star on the very tippy tippy chop of the tree and it's like girl okay sorry that her house is you know going through it but whitley is a jerk and we're not about to be accommodating her just because of this like (laughs) my parents divorced and (laughs) that's like that's just the attitude that people were taking on. Like, you know, okay, it's a divorce. 
Sorry. But I feel you. Um, For me, A Different World, as much as I love the show, um, if I'm being completely honest, the show doesn't really get, like, interesting, interesting for real until at least season four. Mm -hmm. And and that's halfway through. I mean, like, yes, it's interesting. Uh, It's interesting enough. But, like, um, when we come out of the 80s and into the 90s, and when the shift happens, you know, it really shows the very clear differentiation between the earlier time and then, especially when they uh, when they were evolving the characters, when they were making Dwayne, Kim, Whitley, all of them look like the older crew, mm-hmm. um, when they made it very clear that they were not 18 to 20 anymore. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, like, it's crazy because Dwayne and Whitley, they're like 23 and 24 when they're married and they got I know. acting like 35 year olds and it's like y'all are not <laughs> this old like like when I was 24 I couldn't <laughs> think of you <laughs> just... when, okay like I was nowhere near this mature like you people are going to Japan and teaching classes and mm-hmm. um I was watching a, a episode from season six and and he mentioned something about paying a $2,500 insurance bill on a Mercedes that he can't even drive. And I was like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. What? How? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's a lot. Like, y'all, like, I get it. Y'all were trying to grow these people up, but y'all grew these people up for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite part of this episode in particular that we're talking about is how Whitley makes it clear that she wouldn't dream of having Freddie spend Christmas with Dwayne. And uh and it's like girl you had a motive behind being this nice and and then when we see what we see it's like ah y'all were planning on getting them together all along (laughs) well i i don't think the production tried to put them together they just you know found love you know (laughs) well yeah you're right but still like it's too close to not think that that you know maybe it was planned uh but i mean i still would have liked to see how they were how how they would to, were to do maggie and Dwayne. i mean i think it could have worked i think um did you see kadeem's unsung was that unsung that he did no Probably, uncensored. I, don't think, I don't think i saw it okay, well, I, so I, he, I saw he, i saw clips of it though yeah, so part of what he was saying in the uncensored was that he wasn't totally with what they were having Dwayne do. Mm. I think it was um, or ba- before. Yeah, basically saying like you know uh, he stepped out of Kadeem to be Dwayne, mm. but sometimes there were things with Dwayne. Like basically, I I think he felt like Dwayne was a simp <laughs> in comparison to who Kadeem is, and. Uh, and so when he, he talked about not being a fan of, um, of Dwayne and Willie getting together or getting married, at least the way that they, he's talking about that too. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think, uh, that I think he probably would have been more of an advocate for Dwayne and Maggie. And I think the Dwayne and Whitley that we got, we would have saw in Maggie. Which I, I would not want. I would not want to see that. <laughs> I wouldn't have wanted to see it either. <laughs> it probably would have got on my nerves. 
But um, but I have to give my hat off to Kadeem. He really played Dwayne uh really well. Um it was to the point where, you know, I kind of I thought that he was Dwayne in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but the the Breakfast Club <laughs> interview, uh, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Yes. Um it was it was actually refreshing to see that he's not fully Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Um, like he had like he included you can tell he included himself in the role of Dwayne. Mm-hmm. But some of the decisions that Dwayne made or some of the things that were done, he wouldn't have done. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, y'all, please, if you if you can get a chance to watch Kadeem Hardison's Uncensored or if you can watch the uh, the A Different World 30 Year, not 30 Year, 35? The Red Time. Are you talking about the Red Time? Are you talking about the Red Time? Uh, the reason behind them doing the the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah, it was, it was thirty five years. Thirty five years. Yeah. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you could watch the thirty five year interview for uh the Breakfast Club with Jasmine and Kadeem, please do so. Um, they dropped uh a lot of um behind the scenes stuff, uh things that we wouldn't have imagined, uh things that we might have inquired about. You know, definitely take a look at that. Um. Yeah, I was glad to have some insight. And it doesn't matter. Like, I can watch any A Different World uh, special and still feel like I haven't gotten enough information. <laughs> and speaking of, uh, unfortunately, we were recording this on the 16th of December. But on the 19th of December, uh, Jada is having a red table talk with the cast uh, and Debbie Allen, uh, the cast of uh, A Different World. Uh, on Reddit Table Talk. We're hoping that she will have more cast on there because based on the promo, it doesn't seem like it, it, they have the, they have the main cast, but they don't have the rest of the main right. cast. <laughs> and, and I need for them to have the rest of the main cast or at least people who have become more relevant over the time of the show because, I mean, on top of us not having Mr. Game or whatever, like they still had points of view up from the show too and they were integral parts of the show. We like I would love to hear Karen Melina White talk about um the episode of Charmaine and Terrell with the somebody say ho mm-hmm. or um the the episode where where Charmaine and Terrell were run off the road by the racist white guys. Mm-hmm. Um I would love to hear from Bumper Robinson and from Patrick Malone about the Malcolm and Martin episode, which also turns into a gun violence situation. Um, you know, it was a lot of volume that was spoke in that episode alone. Um, I would love to hear Jennifer Lewis talk more about her time on a different world because I mean we we hear her mention that she was Dean Dorothy Davis Davenport, but that's about all we hear. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else we have to watch the show in order to see what it was like for her. Mm-hmm. You know, her imitating Lena Horn. I would have loved to hear about what it was like to sit in front of Lena Horn. <laughs> you know, um, well, Jada so might say I, something because she's the one who mentions in the in the episode, "I'm I'm named after you." Like she says, you know, she does. And she yeah. was like, "Hi, I'm Lena, and I'm very proud to be named after you." You know, and then like I, I would like like we just need this 
they probably gonna think that I'm asking for too much. And I probably am. Um, we just need like a whole thing where they just cover a whole lot of things. They, they, they To this day, they still don't talk a lot about the different celebrities that have come through and played different roles, like Brian Canada playing uh, Jada's dad. Um, we don't talk about uh, who whose parent is that? Richard Roundtree playing Kim Reese's dad. Um, cause come on, this is Shaq, bro. Like we, how do we not talk about Shaq being on the show? Um, we get enough about Patty LaBelle and De- uh, Diane Carroll, but, uh, I would like to hear from Patty about her experience being on a different world. Like, cause do we see her acting anything else outside of this? Not well, that she, I can remember. She actually, uh, <laughs> It's funny. Uh, she actually just did a Christmas movie with Keisha and Brad for, I think, Are Hallmark? you serious? Is it, oh, no, it's right. Lifetime. Lifetime. For Lifetime. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because when Keisha was here, she was talking about the movie a lot. <laughs> so okay. and she and she did promo and she and she did promo for that movie while we're doing our movie. So, yeah. Work, Miss Patty. Okay, then. Um. But I mean, yeah, like I just I just feel like, you know, as time progresses, there's still a lot of stuff that we can touch on. And I mean, I guess uh, with avenues like podcasts and TV shows and stuff like that, um, people, uh, not people, but, um, you know, YouTube channels like Comedy Hype and all of that, that find these uh, people from the past and do uh, interviews with them, asking them questions about, you know, different aspects of being on the show or aspects of their job. Um, I guess they feel like, you know, it's enough, but no, it's not enough. We need to hear from your mouth, but we also need to stop hearing the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's, that's one thing that I've noticed, uh, is that we, we hear the same thing on, over and over again. We keep hearing a repeat of, um, of how the, how the, the tone was set for the show. No, I want you to tell me how you were feeling on set. Um, I almost want to, want you to tell me if you can remember what you ate that day. Like, give me a real glimpse of what it is. Because th- th- y'all know that this show was was life-changing for so many people. But, like, it's just there are some marks that are not being hit. And I feel like if we had Gina, Charmaine, um, Terrell, Dorian, uh, hell, Terrence, like, all these people who... who aren't called to to do the interviews. All the people who are not called to be a part of the reunion or who can't be a part. Cause I know there was one season, not one season, one special, uh the, the one where they were all at Debbie Allen's house. Yeah. Um what Gina might have been there. I don't know. Cause I know she's on the uh behind the scenes DVD for the first season of a different world, which again I keep showing my age. But um you know, but she mentioned like, you know, one of the, one of the reasons why we haven't gotten together is because everybody's so busy. But I feel like if you call AJ and say, hey, girl, we need you. She can show up. Oh, she will. <laughs> and will show up like she lives in L.A. with yeah. the rest of y'all. Like, stop playing with me. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, And then I follow I follow Ron on Instagram. I, I think I follow pretty much all of them. Y'all are chilling, <laughs> as y'all should. But y'all chilling. Y'all can get together. Mm-hmm. Ron posts just about every day. 
And you know what? I would like to learn more about his dynamic with uh with Tempest. Because <laughs> cause y'all still ain't married after 30 some years. Yeah. So I would like to know how that how how that's going. I would like to see y'all on the episode of Black Love. Mm-hmm. So I want to mention before we go, uh, we had Diane Carroll as Marion. She's back. She'll keep coming back. Uh, we had Brandy uh, Royal uh, Petway as Little Whitley. This she the only other credit she had was Sister Sister, and then we had uh, oh. Kenneth Kenneth Washington as Mercer Gilbert. Uh, he has twenty seven credits to his name, but A Different World is the last credit that he has. So he did a whole bunch of things before. Uh, Wait, what did you say? His name is Kenneth Washington. Kenneth Washington. But he his last credit was this episode. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of the wrong person. Okay, so I thought you said Keith Washington. I was no, like, no, no, I was no, no, no. Say, I'm like, you mean the singer? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I got it now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but do you want to quickly uh, plug whatever you have? Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Damn Girl You Know Everybody. Follow me on TikTok at Tiny Bigs, two Ys, two Gs. Um, I am currently in uh, in an effort to be seen by Canada Dry. I want to be their brand <laughs> ambassador. Um, yeah, the love that I have for uh, ginger ale can probably be argued as unhealthy. <laughs> but um, yeah, ginger ale boat, the Canada Dry boat is my favorite. And I want these people to put me in front of a camera. I want to be on their team and come up with merch and flavors and all type of interesting stuff. So if you can, uh, just tag them in all of my posts. I'll be putting up more posts uh, on between Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all of that to try to get their attention. Um, I really believe that this can work if they listen to me. Also, um, watch Southside on HBO Max. Uh, it is a production from Chicago Creatives. Um, they film in Chicago, but uh, well, two of the writers, they're brothers, uh, Bashir and uh, Simon Salahuddin and Diallo Riddle. Diallo, he's not their brother, but they all are writers on the show and it's pure comedy. Season three just dropped on December 8th and there is a new episode that, that airs every Thursday. Um, you will very much be pleased. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah. Uh, I love them 90s on Twitter. Um, and then I created a Facebook page, but I don't really know how effective that will be. So I'm not going to do that yet. Um, so yeah, feel free to follow me. Feel free to, you know, at me, DM me, but keep it cute. Um, Nathan, I think Nathan reached out to me not too long ago. Oh, okay. And if he did, uh, I'm sorry that I didn't respond, but thank you for being the most A1 <laughs> and loyal listener that we have um have you received anything in the inbox no i was actually checking that while we were like talking and i'm like oh no there's nothing in there so no but uh hopefully if anybody has feedback they can reach out at black tv shows pod at gmail.com i i only use at this point i only use the instagram black tv shows pod um but yeah or if you're listening to apple Podcasts, you can leave a five-star rating or review um but yeah that's about it uh as we go forward uh the episodes will not be consistent it will not stay with the monday and thursday schedule so it's just gonna come whenever 
That's how we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, because we out here working, but just still be on the lookout. Still stick with us because this show still, like, as it progresses, you know, there are things that are touched on that will definitely grab attention. Some will evoke serious conversations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just be on the lookout. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you all on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>